natural reflexes, and supernatural twenties. This is Cosmopunk. Carmageddon, a homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Laika 7. Hey there, I'm Cypher, and I play the Yosaki operative Otter and hotshot super spy space ninja pilot by the name of Ryder. The list of enemies who have seen her and live to tell the tale is very short, just like her. Hello, I'm Ty. I play Radar, the Amultra mechanic. He recently had an intergalactic demon god removed from his brain and he's been a bit off ever since. I'm RJ and I play V the Vesk, a former corporate unethical weapons designer turned independent, slightly ethical mercenary. V and their drone flyby are the team's main mechanic and computers expert, which basically means everything on the spaceship either works incredibly well or is completely broken. There are no in-betweens. Hey, I'm Pan and I play Bath, android cobalt mage and captain of the Liga 7. Not to mention almost everyone else in the world this time as I'm the game master. Uh, the Star Master. Previously on Cosmopunk, Ryder and Radar reunited with V's old workmate Alejandro, the awakened Bear Technomancer and four-star chef, as well as Juniper, a liberated AI now gifted an SRO body in the employ of Carmageddon, a hidden demi-playing game world in Bath's last known location. With Al's help, they uncovered Project Window, a ploy by the business juggernaut Pale Moon and their subsidiary slash espionage unit, Hightail Fashion, to take Carmageddon by force if necessary. But not before an attack from the assassin duo, the siblings Kashmir. Well, I mean, they were a duo, things got messy for one of them. Job done, info gathered and contract complete, Alejandro chose to forgo his payment in exchange for a new home for himself, as well as some of the unfortunate souls he cared for on Absalom Station. Juniper was more than happy to help and accepted, as well as offering to grant Ryder's request and take them to Dameplay Moon of Carmageddon in hopes of following back on his trail as she led them through a hidden doorway. But where was V during all this? Didn't they have to go see a Vesk about the computer? Let's rewind back a couple of days, drifting away from Amazon Station and off into the vastness of space, where we return to the After Party, the space cruiser and traveling studio owned by Fleabird Gaxley Enterprises as it docks silently against a massive asteroid. And a certain familiar Vesk on board has been enjoying some well-earned rest and relaxation. But first, this. Hey Shannon, I have this really awful issue with a rash in a place I can't discuss on air. Do you have anything to help me with that? Oh boy, do I, Matt! Have you tried Dice Fiends? It's a podcast where games are played, and it's great, and it'll clear all your rashes up. Especially the ones in those unmentionable places. Oh, is it okay if I get it in an orifice? I don't know how you would do that, it's audio. You can find it anywhere podcasts are. Alright. I'm gonna head straight to my nearest podcast center and get me a jar of dice fiends. Thanks, Shannon. You're welcome, Matt. Dice fiends has not been proven to clear rashes, but he can relieve boredom. If dice fiends is exposed to an orifice, contact your doctor immediately. You can find dice fiends and other shows like it on the Imaginary Broadcast Network. V, you've been staying with Crunch on the after party for a while. Um, you haven't really heard from, from your friends, but they're fine. You know, there's, there's nothing going on that you have, you have to worry about. You're just down here, you know, seeing your partner, having a good time. It's one thing I know, it's that if I leave all three of them alone together, nothing bad or interesting ever happens in my absence. <laughs> Probably. Um, but unfortunately, Crunch has had to go. Um, there's a 
big ruckus going on on the off party at the moment. Seems like Galaxy's got some kind of new show in the works uh, and um, Crunch has had to go and deal with it because he has a head of security. He's got to make sure everything is handled. He's left you with a VIP pass. Uh, he's allowed you to you know, wander around at your leisure, but he's recommended that you stick to the uh, the VIP areas. That's where people are coming in and you can mingle. There's free food. So he's sure that's where you'll be uh, sticking around. Yeah, so first thing, V makes a nest out of Crunch's beard because they've been wanting to do that ever since they moved in for a while. And they've got the entire bed to themselves. So they make like a lizard nest and sleep under that with a sun lamp for at least time. And then after a while they get bored of that inside to go exploring. Uh, yeah, you're, you're wandering the halls. You see there's a lot of hustle and bustle as people are getting ready. Um, there's lots of slowly cars going around. It seems like they're really trying to put on a big show for, for whatever's going on here. Um, you know from talking to Crunch that there's a bit of secrecy around this. It's Gaxley's effort to really make a big push back into the hyper sports arenas that currently a lot of the, the older fans and the kids have been watching more Yelkshin Death Sports and even some of the uh, Pirate Come Again shows they've been seeing. Um, Crunch has mentioned all this to you about how Gaxi's been getting a little bit desperate, wanting to really make an effort. So he's managed to actually um, pull off something pretty impressive. He's not going to tell you what exactly, but he says that you'll find out. Hey. In the meantime, you follow the smell of the free food uh, into mm -hmm. a, a large hall. Damn straight, I do. Uh, in this hall, you see there's a buffet laid out, uh, all kinds of foods, meats and things. Some stuff you recognise, some stuff you don't. Um, you also recognise, as you're wandering along, uh, face Dancer. Mm -hmm is one of Gaxley's staff who dealt with you guys previously. Oh yeah, <laughs> have they got the ring on? You can, he's in his normal form, um, a tall, slender android with white hair, uh, dressed in a, in a well-fitting um, tux as he's telling the staff where to go and so on. He looks over to you, gives you a, you know, a curt nod, but it looks no. like he's busy, so he, he gets mm -hmm. back to it. V's like pocketing food and then waves while they're looking and goes back to like pocketing food for later. Yeah, as you're pocketing food, um, he does actually, he passes by and says, that is actually free, you don't have to steal it. Oh no, it's just for lady. I can't eat all that I want now, but later on I'll be hungry again, so then I'll want to eat some more, but I don't have to come back here for it, so. We, we do doggy bags here, that we're quite happy to put a, a party bag together for you, that's not a problem. <gasps> Best day at work ever. He, he indicates the party bags to you off to the side, and you're, you're, you're able to, to uh, fill your pockets, and your party box with uh, with whatever you're after. Are you eating the food or just storing it for later? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you are you are making your way quite handily through the uh, the buffet. You see a couple of the staff are looking at you a bit annoyed because obviously they just finished setting out. The guests aren't even here yet, and you're already making uh, quite the mess. But they've been told you're VIPs. They're you to it. Uh, fair. Yeah. I was about I was about to try and come up with some bullshit justification why they wouldn't be making a mess, but yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, if you're taking all the food stuff in your pockets and also in a box, you're making a mess. Fine. V returns one orange. Great. <laughs> you put the, you put one orange back on a plate with no other oranges on it. Compromised. As you're doing this and the, and the staff are trying to work their way around you, um, the <laughs> doors open. Through the doors, uh, firstly come a tall patra with um, this long grey hair. And behind them are a pair of humans, a slender, pale-skinned woman and a stocky, uh, shorter man. Mediterranean kind of skin, covered in tattoos. Oh. Uh, behind them comes a contemplative, a giant brain that kind of floats with a spindly body. They're dressed kind of like a, almost like a schoolboy kind of vibe. Uh, kind of like a Tintin kind of thing going on there. And um, behind them, there are there are two like pretty like hench-looking SROs, robot guards maybe, you're not sure, but they seem to be flanking him and he, uh, he makes his way past as well and starts to mill about the room, just kind of eyeballing stuff. 
And um, Adam, why don't you tell us how old, what Hulk comes in as? So Hull ducks down to get under the door, over 10 feet tall. This is the giant green dragonkin with a missing left arm and these metal plates on one of their folded in wings. They step in, look around, and it's immediately obvious that they spy all the food laid out. <clears throat> and there's this like gleam in their eye and they try like <clears throat> not to immediately just die for it. Wow, self-restraint. <laughs> I read about that once. And you see the whole, this is a huge dragon kid, man. It's flanked by this short, chubby partridge girl. Definitely younger and shorter than the other one that came in. And she's just kind of like milling around at his side. Um, she looks a bit like a, like a, a cheetah with a um, set of um, chocolate blue hair. And uh, she's just kind, of, just kind of eyeballing everybody at the time. But go ahead and actually see these two. Make me a, make me a culture check. Oh, that's, holy shit. That's 19 on the dice for culture, which... Ooh, nice. It's me a total of 26, because V is 7 in culture. 26, nice. Okay, well, as you're looking at these guys, you recognize them. You spent time with Bath watching um, various sports, both um, Eops and Death sports, and just general sports, you know, that she's very into this kind of thing. And you recognize Hull specifically as an up-and-coming Noverball player. <laughs> <laughs> the rise of Hull has been, like, something that she's watched a lot of videos on as well, and she's, uh, she's really enjoyed, like, following the, um, the career from the beginning, so you've been kind of forced to watch these as well. Baff Baff likes to watch television loud and often in your workshop. Yeah, it's alright, he's semi into it at this point. Yeah, yeah, by osmosis. Yeah. Like you can't really not be into it. It's like when I make you watch the wrestling. Mm. Yeah, you don't make me watch the wrestling. Okay, it's like when you watch wrestling when I'm in the vicinity. If it's on. Yeah, actually that's a good analogy because like you don't you don't make me watch the wrestling, and I'll watch it when you're watching it, but I don't watch it when you're not around, because that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How you, you come in. Um, it's not the best time for you, despite coming here and you know, getting a shot at making a big change for your career. You recently got a call from Drum, your erstwhile third team member. Um, as mentioned before, all these other teams have uh, three members. Unfortunately, it's just you and Gary. Drum did message you and uh, say their ship had been attacked en route. And not only they, but also your vehicle, the Dragon Wagon, had been delayed and they wouldn't be able to make the show. <laughs> the Dragon Wagon. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was the only thing I got to keep when we left that wretched planet. It's okay though, Drummond has informed you. The pirates that had attacked them were chased off by another ship that came out of nowhere. Uh, they're extremely sorry, but they're not going to be able to get there in time for you. Uh, they, they wish you the best, and they, they're going to make it up to you. They promise. And as they, they were saying this to you, they've been moved along by authorities who are taking statements and stuff. And like, I'm really sorry, and then they you know, hang up. So you guys have turned up um, sans one member. It's, it's, a, it's a little awkward. Uh, is this something that happens often with this teammate? Uh, no, drums usually pretty on point. They're, they're, they're new, they're new, but um, they've never been in trouble before. It's, it seems like this was an outside influence. They were on their way to meet you with the, with the car fresh from the shop when they were attacked on the way. Um, as I mentioned, luckily they were, they were rescued by a passing ship, but um, it's going to be a delay. Uh, what are we supposed to do now that we don't have the full team here? Are we even gonna be able to play? And Gally um, starts tapping away on her pad. Yeah, no, totally. Look, all we gotta do is just explain what's going on. Drums great and all, but we've been doing this ourselves for plenty of time. We'll, we'll handle it. Don't worry. I'll make sure everything's sorted. All right. Uh, yeah, I I know you can handle the logistics of it. I just uh, 
I'm not good with all the, the rules and the... They're gonna be like watching and having a team member not here doesn't look great, does it? Well, no, but we'll see what we can do. Look, hey, let's just get some food. Let's relax. It was a long flight and uh, we'll think about it later. All right, fair enough. Hopefully they have big enough cups. I'm tired of drinking out of those little teeny tiny red ones that I have to hold with two claws. Yeah, you know, hey, hold on a second. I, hey, can I get a, excuse me, hey. And she um, goes off to like harass one of the staff to try and find a, a nice big cup for Hull. All right, then Hull goes off to harass the table with food. Yeah, um, V, you see uh, this 10-foot dragon man um, moving towards you with considerable purpose, eyeing the food at your table. Oh, shit. V's been like, you know when you see a, fa when you're in a room for people and there's a famous celebrity at their end, and you try and get a selfie that gets them in shot, <laughs> but you don't want to go up and bother them? So, like, V's been trying to get, like, a decent angle photo, probably using fly guys, like, <laughs> a data pad mount. Oh, nice. So that they can get a photo that has them, like, pointing at Hull to send to Bath, like, holy shit, look who's in the room. Yeah, so you're, you're like, you know, facing Flyman, you're doing like a selfie while Hull's in the background, and you're so busy trying to get the, the angle just right, and, you know, the, the, um, get the, the levels just right, and get, you want to send a really good picture, really impressive. You don't notice that Hull's been getting closer and closer until the viewfinder is mostly Hull's waist, uh, right behind you. Yeah. There's just a shadow eclipsing the sun. <laughs> Turns around, just walks smack it out. Oh, oh. Uh, sorry. A single orange falls out of his pocket. <laughs> Didn't see you down there. Sorry. And they, they take a step back. You okay? <laughs> uh, Hull will assess for injury since they're not speaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you look, you look this person over, um, is this Vesk? Um, how do you want to describe, describe for you first? Uh, so, they're a Vesk, they're frilled, so they're a bit pointier than the standard issue one. Uh, nice. I'd describe their build as, like, a core of muscle, with about several decades worth of neglect on top of that. Yeah, mu muscle guts, so, muscle guts. Yeah, muscle guts is a good way of describing it. Uh, mostly white scales with, like, Blue, if you've seen a blue tongue skink, take one of them and smush a vesk into it, and that's basically V. Uh, they're usually wearing grubby. Actually, what would they be wearing at this thing? Well, you've been with you've been crunch, with Cruncher a good few days now. Yeah. So. All right, they're in one, wearing one of Cruncher's shirts for sure, and also trousers. <laughs> Had to think about that, but yeah. They're vaguely respectable. None of their clothes have like oil stains or anything on them for once, and they don't smell like grease. There's, there's been marginal effort. You can't see their genitals. Progress. So as you're as you're standing there staring at um, Hull, not speaking, just thinking <clears> about how you should be getting your clothes, um, Gally comes back uh, with a with a. That's <laughs> just a bucket. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Hey, you go, big guy. Uh, I, I didn't know what you wanted, so I just brought the bucket and some water, I guess? I appreciate it. That will, uh... I'll just take care of this water. And they just throw it back real quick. And then they look around for a keg. I don't... like. They don't know if this is that kind of event, but they're definitely looking for one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see a, a couple of guys are bringing out, like... Um, you know, like, box wine? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Like, it's like box wine, but it's massive, and it's definitely... Definitely something similar to wine, but like mold wine. And they're just being, they are effectively kegs. Perfect. And they'll look down and be like, oh, um, you, do you want one? And they'll like hold up the bucket. I extremely do. You have no idea. All right, let's see. 
<laughs> V's just like blushing. Uh, can restaurants blush? You know what? Yes, they are. They're <laughs> yeah, blushing. Yeah, blush, can blush. Absolutely. <laughs> Screw the scales just turn a different color. A little yeah, bit. pink and yeah. All right, uh, so I will fill up an entire bucket, and then I'm just gonna grab one of those box wines and bring it over. Yeah, the, you go over the stuff like, oh, would you like a a drink? Sir? Oh, oh, you have picking the entire. Yeah, bucket. that. Yep, yep, yep. I, just the tap is open and it's just pouring out <laughs> into this bucket. Sir, please, I mustn't. Oh. Uh, all right, very good. I'll I'll be here if you need anything else. <laughs> v just leans across from behind Hal's like, I'll I'll have one in the table. Would you like a glass or? No, not really. Glance at the. Oh, of course, of course. Please help yourself. I'll go get some more. However, if you do have any sippy straws, oh no, not sippy straws. What is it? What's the ones called that do all the wiggles? Curly straws. Yes. Curly straws. Yes. I'll oh wait, do they have curly straws? We do, we do not have curly straws. I'm terribly sorry. Um, no. uh, and Gally pipes off from behind. Goes, oh, hey, hold on! And uh, um, she comes up behind you, um, rubs her hands together, and um, pulls them apart. And she pulls her hands apart. Um, these green strands start to appear. Does a kind of cat's cradle vibe as she magically three D prints a pair of curly straws. Three curly straws, actually, one for her as well, um, and hands them to you guys. Oh. Uh, one for you, one for you, and then she reconsiders. Does it more work? The coach drawer is now three times the size. And one for you, and gives it to her. I have no idea what I would do without you, Gally. Gally laughs and goes back to her data pad. Um, sorry, my name's, uh, Hull. Hull Cifrus Varfalis. What's your name? I, I'm V. Uh, V Coronine, I guess. Uh, sorry, uh, like, you're famous. Like, my, my, one of the people on my ship really likes sports and stuff you do. I'm pretty sure they have a post of you somewhere, but don't tell them I said that in case they don't, or in case they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I actually didn't know the uh, posters had come out yet. I, I, I think she made it herself. If it exists, which I'm not saying it does, but yeah. <laughs> Gary looks up and he's like, that, that's copyright infringement. Okay, so it doesn't exist, and glad we cleared that up. Hull <laughs> just, like, is clearly touched and trying to hold back emotions. <laughs> like, <clears throat> that's I mean, I. <clears throat> right. Well, uh, that's. I'm. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, that's. That's very kind of them. I don't feel like I've gotten big enough to really have a kind of following like that. But, wow. My, I don't think you can get any bigger. <laughs> Staring up. At <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> they go up and down on their backwards bent knees, <clears throat> trying to like get as tall as they can. <laughs> He's going to do that thing where they're holding the drink in one hand and that eyes just go up, down, and up again. I'm <laughs> um, getting to you guys. Because, okay, so how? Uh, I've I've been checking out the uh, I've been checking out the the competition and I don't know if we're going to be able to get any uh, a third here. Um, oh, see those guys no. there? And uh, she points at the um, that part that came on earlier and she says, um, "That's Karina. Uh, she's." Another up and comer. She's kind of, kind of known for being a bit, a bit tough. Uh, I don't know if she's gonna be great for us. Uh, next to her is her yeah. team members, and uh, she points to the uh, the stout, um, smaller guy. That's Pierce. Uh, he's, he's pretty tough, but he's probably a good guy, so it's really a problem. And over there, that's and at that point she actually does a thing. We have to like expand an Im an image on like an, an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's reading um, this other woman's name. She goes, "That's uh, may howling winds and freezing hail scatter the bones of my enemies, 
Um, but it says here that she's called May Hale for short. It's a bit extra. That's so much easier to remember. Yeah, yeah. so just May Hale is easier. May but Hale, also, got it. She's like ride or die with Karina, and Karina's not going to join us, so not so great. Ah, uh, boy. Uh, they look over at V. Uh, sorry to, you know, talk business in front of you. We, we lost a player. Uh, pirate trouble, I think, out in the... Out in the vast or in the drift or somewhere, I don't know. Yeah, we had to deal with pirates uh, before they start. Pain in the ass. Uh, tell me about it. Gary turns to Fee. Can you drive by any chance? I, I suppose I've got some piloting ability. Well, what's up? Well, we might need a driver. And you can drive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and they <laughs> give V an appraising look. <laughs> yeah. That might just work. What do you think? You ready for the big leagues? I mean, yes. Looking at Hulligan, it's like, I mean, you can be there? Oh, yeah. Checks their watch. Deal. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've got, I've got time. Look, I know I'm here today. And I've already nicked all the food here. Hull reaches down and, like, smacks you on the back. <laughs> That's the kind of spirit I'm looking for. Fuck here, yeah, sports. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, can, 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 can like, like, nods and goes, okay, great. I'll see if I can, like, wrangle something and get you on board. Uh, B, um, oh, I need to go. Over there. And she points to the Tintin-looking contemplative in the corner with the two uh, SROs, the two robots. And she goes, that's Arlen Volker, uh, the boy genius. Um, he's an amazing technomancer, but other than that, I don't know much about him. It's weird. I don't know a lot about contemplatives, like, lifespan or anything, but... For boy genius, he's been around for a long time. Maybe ages really slowly. Yeah, maybe. I don't know a lot about him. Yeah, me neither. Either way, he's he works alone. He's got his two SROs. They are fully out of the picture. So it's good that you were here, V. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, it is. Yeah, if you want me to sign anything for your friend for helping us out, just let me know. <gasps> Grabs fly by and just hands that. <laughs> 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 um. Gally, can I borrow a pen? I seem to have, um, I swallowed the straw, so, uh... <laughs> Again? I, yeah, here's a pen. Uh, thank you. And they will sign just across the, whatever's the widest probably, part probably of Probably one of their guy. wings, which is also convenient. Perfect. Yeah, they'll just put hull all across it, <laughs> and then draw a little symbol of a dragon oh. next to it. Once again, best at work ever. <laughs> Oh, you really saved us. V's is going to unbolt that wing and give it to Bath later. Actually, speaking of signing stuff, uh, just real quick, if you don't mind signing uh, just this, just like in case, you know, any issues or anything, and um, Gary's going to hand you her data pad, which has just got the tiniest, tiniest text mm -hmm. and a sign bit at the bottom. Yeah, they just told me not to bother. Yeah, that's no. too, that's altogether too much. Just scrolling through this miles of text, like blah, 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 death, serious injury, compensation, oh, compensation. Uh, no, not the Signs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's compensation for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you pay them if you get hurt. <laughs> if you damage any property, yeah. you know. I've done dumber things with beer swords. He, <laughs> he signs the data pad and hands it back to Gary. All right, nice. Uh, she um, puts it by way. Uh, you guys are hanging out. Uh, you're going through the food. You're drinking uh, kegs of this <laughs> mild wine stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, Karina, Karina, the uh, the partner that, um, that Gary pointed out earlier, comes over. Uh, she's 
tall and slender. Parks are like cat people, so think of her more like a. She's like a panther. That's alright. V was a cat once. They get it. Sure. <laughs> uh, she's got this she's long, this long silver hair, silver grey hair. And she comes over to uh, to you actually, Hal. She goes, Ah, Hal, darling, it is so good to see you. I was worried you wouldn't be able to make it. That you might have perhaps been taking a nap or something. I uh, no, no, of course not. I was uh, ready as ever. And they pull up their arm and they flex. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah, See? I was about to say, can I roll a sense motive? Because that sounded yeah, like shit talking. Yeah, you're watching this conversation. Yeah, you're watching this conversation. <laughs> Ooh, that's a one. <laughs> uh, but I can add to it a six. That's a seven. <laughs> cool. Yeah, she seems like a big fan. Big fan. Oh, yeah. Ah. See, I'm not the only person here likes you. Gary, how rolls are rising first. What do you want, Karini? And Karini says, oh, little girl, the adults are talking. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on now. We're all on the same level here. <laughs> and Hall is literally looking down <clears throat> physically. Yeah, she, she, looks, she looks back at you uh, unfazed and then turns to her friends laughing and goes, On the same level, us and you? You don't even have a full team. Ahem. I think you are mistaken in that regards. I'd like to introduce the threat of the vast themselves, V. Hi. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. So, yeah, you see that, uh, you turn, you, like, the camera pans to V, who just goes, hi. <laughs> well, V thinks they're friendly, so. <laughs> Fair. And Karina, Karina, like, looks you up and down, uh, with a, a fully obvious sneer. He says, oh, Harl, you are picking up strays now. I know you had a short career, but this is embarrassing. Still, don't worry. I will make sure that when I and my team win, that we keep things uh, professional. You don't have to worry about her. And again, she looks at the amateurs and uh, little girls getting in the way. What? I'm 24. I'm just short. Huh. And perhaps you can enjoy your retirement, finally, old man. Hull's going to lean all the way down and being like, you don't know what embarrassment is yet, but if you keep talking like that, you will. Give me intimidation check. You got it. That's a long way to lean down as well. Mm. I'd say she's about, she's about six foot, but you're still ten and a bit foot. Okay, so V, v and uh, Hull both are signing on her. So, as my first roll on Cosmopunk, that is a nat <gasps> 20. Oh, baby! For a 32. Oh, you got them good dice. Yeah. You got them dice that work. Sweats. <laughs> Yeah, no. I brought the good ones today. Karina leans, like, visibly leans back, uh, obviously shaken, and says, uh, steps back and says, uh, Yes, well, I'm sure that you and your friends will put on a good show. It's, uh, it's a shame about, uh, uh, drum, was it? Such a pity. But, well, I don't need to stay here and tell you how to, how to uh, drink by the look of it. Drown your sorrows early. My team and I will be uh, seeing you later. Uh, and she looks back, and you can see that her team are kind of staring. And she makes a, an annoyed, like, finger snap. Says, come, come on, we, we have to go on the own thing. I haven't got time to spend wasting it on these, these losers. <laughs> see, I thought you were cool, but it turns out you're kind of a bitch, aren't you? I, I am cool, and also a bitch. Touche, I guess. And uh, <laughs> she, she leaves and takes, her, takes the other mist walkers with her. 
Pierce gives you a kind of an apologetic shrug and uh, carries on with them. Uh, sorry about that. Yes, I guess professional people, sports people at least, like you get guys to the head. I've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen professional soldiers talk like that, but I never thought professional sportsmen. Yeah, I mean, how often do people die in this game? Hull just kind of stares Ooh. off into the distance a little bit. <laughs> V's calculating how likely they are to die. Not as in V, but as in uh, this catty cat. Karina? Yeah. Well, as you are as you are calculating, as you uh, guys are discussing um, the lack of sportsmanship going on here, uh, the screen, uh, large monitor, bursts into life in front of you guys. Um, I think right behind you guys, you're at the table eating. You see Philip Gaxley appear on stage. He's flanked by a, a good set of um, various, you know, various genders and races, all in these like race wear attires, all showing off um, various sponsorships and things. And he says, "Ah, good evening, good evening, contenders. I am so glad you could make it. Ah, yes, yes, this is going to be quite, quite the spectacle. I am very enthused to have you here for the first episode of the Core." We are going to be making history here, people. And don't forget, whichever team ranks first will be given an exclusive contract with Gaxley Industries. Um, you guys, you guys see that um, a a wireframe image uh, begins comes on screen, and as Gaxley is uh, shrunk into the corner while he's still talking, the image shows an old school wireframe 3D diagram of a large asteroid. Uh, Gaxley continues. Each team will have their own vehicle and make their way down the Iron Circus. And the uh, camera pans into this uh, 3D model of the, of the uh, asteroid. Um, as it pans around, you can see that uh, a pit has been drilled through this large meteor. And you can see that there are markers on it showing a racetrack, along with several large um, dots that are indicating challenges along the way. Gashi continues, You're allowed to attack each other during the racing sections, of course, but remember... This isn't a death sport. If anyone should uh, be incapacitated, a shield cocoon will automatically appear and keep them stable until medics can retrieve them. We want to make sure that our uh, talent is looked after, unlike some people. Who's he, who's he looking pointedly at when he says that? Um, it's it's known that um, that Gaxley, in his uh, desperation to stay relevant in the media scene, has had a lot of trouble keeping Just up with the... throwing shade mm, at the competition. Yeah, he's had trouble the competition, exactly. A shield cocoon will automatically appear and keep them stable until medics can retrieve them. There will be three challenges, each with a race in between. Uh, Gaxi leans back in his chair uh, and then looks sidelong at one of the uh, one of the random people. You can see that there's uh, he kind of makes a hurry up, go to commercial kind of motion, and uh, suddenly on comes the commercial. Uh, it's showing. Um, Adam, what's it showing? What's the commercial for? Ooh, putting me on the spot, huh? Yeah, indeed. It's going to be a commercial for what amounts to an icy hot pack, but it's like comes up to Nova Heat, and then to the void of space. Keeps you warm and cool to heal those injuries. Yeah, uh, yeah you, see, you, see, you see it's being advertised by, a, by another um, sportsman who was known to have been in a terrible accident and uh, seems to be up and about now. They're making more money mm -hmm. off these commercials than they were actually playing yeah, the game. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, the injury wasn't even like that bad, it seems like. He's just really raking it in. He wants one of those heat packs. He's looking them up <laughs> online already. Actually worked pretty good. Wait, you have one? Yeah, we bought like a surplus. Yeah, let me see here. Uh, they start pulling all sorts of junk out of their backpack. They just have random stuff. Looks like they're gonna try to survive in the wilderness. He's nodding like it's completely uh, normal to have that with you. You see a, a bag check guy has been like waiting patiently by you for a while, just 
and then starts to stare as Hull just empties out their whole pack. <laughs> Ah, here we go. Got a couple of them. Here. Ah, oh, thank you very much. Snuggles it like a blanket. How big is this thing? Uh, so Hull has to get the XXXXL <laughs> sizes. So they're like a full-on body uh, pillow size. Oh my god, you have changed his life. You have to a body pillow that heats that heart would be so awful. That would be the best thing <laughs> ever. Be super uncomfortable. <laughs> Just sweating your way through the night. As someone that struggles to retain heat, I need one of them. Just in real life. Oh, yeah. And you just put that under your sleeping pad, and then you sleep out under the stars. Mm. Or <laughs> me, you wrap yourself in it like a cocoon. Yeah. Not quite a heating lamp, but oh. it'll do. Oh, I will cherish this forever. Can you sign this? If he's holding the whole thing up, like, just, like a massive blanket. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, how big do you want it on this? You got any spray <laughs> Just hold on. <laughs> Dives right back into the bag. <laughs> Um, uh, leans over a galley, uh, spray paint. Seriously? I mean, obviously I have spray paint. I was going to try and disentang it, but yeah, okay. Uh, she hands you yeah, I knew you would. two cans, uh, one red and one green spray cans. Perfect! It, uh, see, that's clearly a sign that this is me, Captain. Absolutely. This giant hull across the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you just you just sprayed hull down the end of this, like, this icy hot pack body pillow. Uh... <laughs> The security guards like holding their face. Yeah. <laughs> the bag check guy is like desperately looking at yeah. security guards because they're shrugging. They assume that people are just eccentric they're famous. Yep. Or in these <laughs> case, they're eccentric even though they're not famous. Yeah, for yeah. now. He's calling a courier to take it back to Crunch's flat. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, if you if you if you do want to call a courier, a uh, face dancer does actually appear, uh, and he says, um, "Ah, good, you uh, you found the food." And all the wine. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Oh, face it, sir. You met uh, Hull and Galley? I have not, but I am here to make their acquaintance. Oh, sweet. Well, this is Hull and this is Galley. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank you. It is nice to meet you also. Um, you guys noticed that um, Face Hunter is actually carrying, he's um, pushing rather, on the bag check trolley, these two really big, big boxes. Um, and he says, um, if you would follow me. I'm sure that we can get you situated. Please, right this way. Cheers, good to me. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. I'm taking the bucket. It, you see, so you've got, hang on, so you've got two massive boxes of wine. You've got a bucket <laughs> each of nothing. Mm. Or are you filling it with wine? Uh, okay, you got two. The bucket started <laughs> off full. It's probably a lot emptier now, or visas at least. Uh, okay, so I don't think Gary, Gary makes you a bucket as well, and then also just just sipping from her cup, so like yeah. red cup. Yeah, and then two pockets full of uh, just random dry food and oranges. Apparently. Yeah, it's it's a lot of prawns, uh, prawns and oranges you picked up. <gasps> oh, mm. now we're talking. Are we? I need some astro <laughs> shrimp. You want some pocket shrimp? Oh, you carry pocket shrimp. He's <laughs> <laughs> just offering like, like handfuls of shrimp. Yes, yes. And I got some pretty big pockets. And they look over at the table again. I wonder how much we could smuggle away. One last raid. One last raid. Base starts for five minutes. <laughs> Catches glimpses of all the security guards. <laughs> Three minutes. Yeah, Face Starts has got he's got very like like Alfred type vibes. He's like, I suppose. And um you guys are able to 
Are you sneakily trying to take all this food, or are you just like dumping pockets of food into your, uh, jumping plates we, into your We pockets? have three minutes. Stealth is out the window. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is all about it, speed. Yeah, High speed, just, low drag. In fact, in fact, if the bucket's empty now, they've drunk it. So it's just like, food in bucket. Get to face dancer. Get out of there Smart. before anyone, That's clever. Before That's anyone stops them. So, okay, so you guys, you guys leave. Uh, you follow face dancer with pockets full of space shrimp, um, buckets full of wine, and possibly other space shrimp. Uh, shrimp cocktail. Gary's, Gary's taking like a good few like cocktail sausages. <laughs> She's got me in her fingers like Wolverine style <laughs> and trying to eat them as they're going. I grabbed a little bucket of the sauce <gasps> for you. Ask it. Uh, she dips. She dips the, the sausage in your pocket where the sauce is. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this looks like a technique that's been used many times. It's like <laughs> yeah. a well-worn machine. Yeah, this is this is a uh, this is this is part of the course. Uh, face down for um, take your bags, pop them onto his uh, trolley along these two big cases, and um, leads you down towards. Uh, you can see on the signs on the wall as you're passing. Um, there's lots of it's lots of like your know, lots of fine art and such, lots of screenshots of uh, various things that Gaxi's done and put on and shows and things. Um, and there's address as well for the core, this show that's going to be this, this big new hit, um, showing the meteor with this drilled hole through it. And you guys are led towards the guest rooms, and then past the guest rooms. Huh. And face dancer keeps leading you down and down until you are in what is effectively a, um, a large uh, conference room. He uh, puts the, the trolley in the corner and nods to UV. If you will uh, permit me a moment, Master Hull, Miss Gary, I have somebody who would very much like to meet you. Alright. Are, uh, are they another fan? Somewhat. Uh, excuse me for a moment. I must conceal our presence and security is important in these situations. And he goes over the door, uh, locks it, pulls something out of his pocket. It seems like a little like circular data pad. Puts it on the door, and uh, you can see from looking at it that a series of numbers come up, and then a click sound. And Gally says, "He just locked us in here." Huh. Well, at least um. we have shrimp. Yeah, if we're left in here for a while, we'll at least be able to survive. Yeah, until one of us needs but, uh, to take a shit, then it's going to get ugly real fast. Well, we do have buckets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think you're practical. <laughs> Comes from living in the Vescarium. <laughs> <laughs> Face Dancer turns this, I assure you, shitting in a bucket will not be necessary. This will not take too long, I hope. Uh, please, bear with me. And he uh, goes over to the uh, the cases, takes yours off, puts them to the side, and opens up these two large cases. Um, v, you probably saw face dancer like wandering around, taking luggage and stuff while you were waiting for the uh, the guests to arrive. Mm -hmm. So it's not unusual that he'd have had all this stuff, but these two cases seem hefty. So he, he kind of struggles and puts one down, and the other one pops them open. And um, pulls out from them a um, a series of small components, which he starts to put together, uh, clicking them together like like a, like Lego or something, until after a while he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small kind of USB type uh, object, and he pops it into what you can now tell seems to be like a chest with a um, small feminine frame. The chest at this lights up. And the arms that he's attaching to it start to continue to put the rest of itself together until it reaches into the second box and pulls out a head. Now, you 
Oh, v, you, you live with Beth. You know what kobolds mm-hmm. look like. Um, Hull, Galley. Probably haven't really seen a kobold in person before. But you're, but you're aware of them. But it has, like, dragon-esque features, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You would, you would know that kobolds seem to have been appearing, like, in, in small spats here and there. No one's really sure where they're coming from. They tend to, like, mostly congregate around large um, city areas. Uh, but they also keep themselves to themselves. So it, isn't, it hasn't really been a case you can even like, meet one in the wild, so to speak. Even so, this isn't technically a kobold. This is an SRO shaped like a kobold. It's a robot. Nice. They finish putting stuff together. Uh, and then Face Dancer comes over with their lower half and they slot themselves in the boot. And stand. Their eyes go from a dull blue to well lit as the uh, lights inside their skull light up. And they, uh, they look up and say, Ah. Oh, Gally, it is good to meet you. And they notice you, V, as well. And there's a, there's a moment of, uh, of surprise. V, it is good to see you too. It's uh, it's it's me, Juniper. Ah, oh. oh, you're cable, dear. Well, we found that it was easier to develop several bodies that I could just download into rather than moving around. There have been some security issues of late. And consider it a, uh, a safety thing. Ah, fair enough. The problem with these bodies, of course, is that I can't keep them powered for long. But long enough, I should hope to uh, extend my greetings and an offer to our two friends here. Uh, Hull will just sit down cross-legged, <laughs> like, Wow, we're pretty lucky that you two already know each other. What are the odds? Yeah. Look out at space. <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah, surprisingly serendipitous. Nice to meet you. Um, I didn't get your name. I'm Hull. Ah, I'm sorry. I was distracted. But really, I'm here for you, Hull. My name is Juniper, and I am working on behalf of Carmageddon. My employers have been watching your progress, and are very, very impressed by it. We understand that you are here to try and secure a long-running contract with Mr. Gaffer. Um, I mean, yeah. Been looking for contracts, uh, um... And they look over at Galley and wink, you know, shopping around, trying to find the best one. <laughs> Galley's halfway through eating, like, her stick of sausage. She goes, huh? Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah. No, we are, we're in big demand right now, but, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're open. We're open. <laughs> Juniper nods says, well, that's good. Because I have a much better offer for you, I think. At this point, uh, Face Dancer hands her a um, data pad and says, I really should be getting back. It's, uh, it could be dangerous if I am considered away for too long. And she nods and says, of course, thank you for your time, uh, Face Dancer. We'll be in touch. Payment will be on the way as usual. He nods, um, heads out. Uh, as he does, he turns to you, um, V, mm-hmm. and says, uh, the code log should uh, open up once Miss Juniper is done speaking. Do not worry. You will be able to shit in this. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good to know, I guess. <laughs> and he uh, excuses himself from the room. Juniper holds up a contract. Oh, not a contract. Juniper holds up a, a, an offer. Um, and uh, she scribbles something on the data pad and slides it across the table. How mm-hmm. uh, this offer, even though Gary usually handles like you know the, the, the money side of things and the business side of things, you're aware that this offer is considerably better than what Gaxi was offering. So their eyebrows go up quite a bit as they look down at this contract. You know, they're clearly trying not to look like they're affected, but doing a horrible job. Um, 
Gally. One moment. Let me. My associate would also like to look at this, I'm sure. Yeah, what could it possibly be? Gary doesn't. Hang on, I'm going to actually see if Gary can keep a call. So V's trying to look around Hull to see what the number is as well. Uh, yeah, but you can tell this is, this is something along the lines of like a million credits. Uh, they, they would be wanting to do a, a residency. Um, it would be about four to five showings a year. Uh, this is this is serious cash. You don't you don't know exactly the numbers. Um, and Gary like sees the numbers and she's just like, holy crap! I mean, <clears throat> yeah, no, that's not. Yeah, bad. that's what I was saying. I mean, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty. It's all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Almost as good as the uh, the other guy that offered us. Uh, a while back, right? Oh, yeah, back. yeah. Uh, they snapped their claws. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one. I remember the one you're talking about. Um, you know, Hull is not always, you know, great at picking up on other people's body language and motives and stuff. But I would like to try a sense motive just because this seems like a too good to be true kind mm -hmm. of situation. Of course. All right. I'm going to add my big bad plus two onto this. And as is incredibly true to my style of rolling, that's a natural one. Ah, I see you've played with us before. <laughs> I'm going to fit right I'm in here. I'm going to for Gary as well. <laughs> okay, well, Gary got, Gary got a 10. So um, whilst the deed is good, you guys are bad at lying. And... Um, Juniper seems, Juniper seems amused. As much as it's difficult to tell what an SRO is, you know, emoting, um, Juniper's body language shows that she's, she's pretty amused. And she says, I understand that this might seem too good to be true. I have to admit that it does help me some caveats. Number one, my employer has a vested interest in seeing Gaxley mm, knock down a peg. You have to win this race, and then you have to leave. It would be amusing to my employer to have Gaxley know that he was beaten once again. Yeah. Number two, you will have to stay on Carmageddon for uh, a minimum of two years. As for your contract, making uh, varying showings, you are of course welcome to come and go as you please, apart from during contract terms. However, your base of operations will be with us. Does that seem amicable? Hmm. And Gally says, so we get a, we get a, we get like what, like a house or something? And Jim says, oh, of course, you will be given nothing but the finest while you are under our employ. And as long as you are performing adequately. Yeah, V's just going to pipe up for a second. It's like, eh, do I have to do all that too? Because I'm just like subbing in for someone and I already have a job and then my boyfriend kind of lives here already, so. You are subbing in? Uh, yeah, these guys have a, what was his name? Drat, Dang, uh, Disc, something. Drum. Drum, yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, yeah drat, so bang, disc? These guys already have a, a drum. I'm just the stand-in drum, while that one got attacked by pirates or something. So, you know, but I'll take some of the money. Yeah, can we do, like, a, a commission or something? Of course. What you choose to do with your money is up to you. Well, fair enough. And as a show of goodwill, we would also like to give you a down payment to prove that we are serious. Well, 10,000 credits first. Uh, um... <laughs> Allow me once again to 
Speak with my colleagues. And I'm going to pull all three of us <laughs> into a huddle, V included. I'm just imagining the way he does it, just like grabs all, like V and Galley just grabs together and wraps the wing round. So like. Absolutely, just pulls them in with wings, mm. swoop in. <laughs> you take a step back as, as you guys like just spin around away from her and do a big wing hidden huddle. All right. Um, listen, I know we just met, V, but you seem to know this person. Would you say that they're on the level? Uh, I mean, she's... Well, they've never really let us wrong sidebar. Tell, tell, you what, tell you what, roll me, roll me a sense motive, uh, RJ. In fact, roll it with advantage since she knows you. Oh, that's... Yeah, so that's 26. Okay, 26. Yeah, I mean, you are aware that Juniper's, you know, on the level. You didn't know that they had a body now, but you do know that before she left, she made sure that Juniper would be looked after. Mm. It stands to reason that, um, as you would know as well, that Baff had gone to a place called Come Again, that Juniper is probably working outside. She probably even could tell you about Baff. She probably knows Baff, uh, or how she's doing it at mm. least. For the most part, nothing about this seems particularly devious. It seems like they're just striking a deal, and you have gotten caught in the middle. Yeah, uh, seems about bored. On the one hand, 10,000 credits is a lot of money. That's it, that's my whole argument. I, I say go for it. Fuck it, 10,000 credits each. And, what, millions after it? That's like, set for life money. Yeah, um, they will turn and look down at Galley. Galley, um, what this would mean is that we'd actually have some kind of home to return to. You know, obviously it sounds like we can explore still or whatnot, but how does how does that sound to you? Pretty great. We haven't had like a wait, hold on. She leans out from your wing and goes, We can come and go as we please, right? And Juniper nods, says, Of course, as long as you aren't scheduled for any shows, as you please. And she guy nips back and goes, That sounds pretty great. I would not hate to have a nice place to live for once. Yeah. And um all right, and so this is more of an out-of-character question, Pan, but what would Hull and Galley know about Gaxley? Gaxley is a, a just a, a, a rival um, in television. He's, he's, a, he's a well-known businessman. He's been involved in some shadier dealings. Nothing he's ever done to, like, you know, jail for anything. I'm just thinking, like, think of, like, a, a eccentric old rich guy who bought a TV company because he could. <laughs> so she, she, she's standing there, uh, you know, Juniper's standing there. Uh, she's, like, politely, she's wearing, like, a... A little watch, more of an affectation than anything, but she politely like checks her watch, like at the back of her wrist, kind of thing. While you guys are back and forth with each other, I must uh, be clear that I don't have a lot of time here. These bodies don't really tend to be uh, particularly energy efficient, and when they are done, they are disposed of. So, do we have a deal? Oh, right. Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, and they'll <laughs> let everybody out of their wing circle. And turn back, still sitting cross-legged. Well, it seems to me that your offer is very generous, and I think it would be beneficial to all parties involved. And they look at Galley to see if they're using the correct words. Galley's nodding really hard. So, and they hold out a big claw to shake hands, because that's yeah, how they're used to making deals. a small deals. claw and shakes your hand. Excellent. As I mentioned, I cannot be here too long. Face Dancer will handle this body, and uh, once you have completed uh, Cassley's 
what's he calling it now? The core? So derivative. We'll be able to talk more. Remember, though, you must win. That's the condition. Understood. If V is anything like they were back in the day, that shouldn't be too much problem. And <laughs> they give you a, a, a wink. I'll have you know I'm still in the day. Very good. Even better. Give me, everybody give me a culture roll. Everybody give me a culture roll. Uh, it's, uh, eight, seven, All right. Uh, el- eight, six, 15. 11. Okay. Hal, you, you, uh, you've talked to Gary, and Gary's been like kind of talking to you as well about Carmageddon, the, this, uh, this mysterious um, empire. She's been trying to make contact for a while to see if they can get you in there, but you're both well aware that it's a don't call us, we'll call you kind of situation. Many of the best of the best have taken up residencies there over the years, but its exact location is a closely guarded secret, and showings of their larger life games and tournaments are well known mm. among the, uh, those in the know. You either have to be somebody, or you have to be somebody somebody would pay a lot of money to see to get on there. Yeah. Uh, what does mm. V know about Carmageddon at this stage? Uh, let's say you only really know that Carmageddon is also a place that's does do these high-end sports um they basically only put out pay-per-views they are doing like just the, the top level stuff um baff has gotten a few tapes of them before that you haven't watched and it's all like it's all big stuff rather than just being a case of like oh yeah we had a boxing match yeah. it's we got in mechs and fought in the mm. mechs and then we fought on the ground in the ruins of the mechs that kind okay. of thing is far more uh, bombastic than the average sporting ring but they don't put stuff out often right so v knows about carmageddon oh. more as a corporation than a place yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're aware that it exists as a thing, but you don't, you, you know, you, it's all, again, you watch it when you're around Bath watching it, but you don't watch it on yeah, your own. Yeah, yeah. Um, at this handshake, Juniper nods, and um, she taps the watch on her wrist, and a little bit later, Face Answer comes back in, and says, are we, uh, are we all done? And Juniper nods, and Face Dancer comes over. He uh, goes to remove the, um, the USB type drive from her chest. And she holds up her hand and says, oh, before I go, it was good to see you again, V. Yeah, it's nice to see you again, too, in real life. Like an actual tangible thing. Thank you. Um, and Face Dancer pops out of the USB and the body powers down. He starts to, um, you know, take it apart again. Putting it, like, like someone taking apart like a suit <laughs> or something. And they're putting it <laughs> away. Imagine it like those overhead projectors that people put out at conventions. <laughs> where you just like fold it up. Just bear with me. <laughs> and he, uh, he starts packing packing away the parts. When he's done, he um, nods to you guys and uh, opens the door. He says, I trust that we'll be seeing each other again soon. Good luck in the race. I uh, I may have placed a small bet. Hall will grin. Well, I don't think we'll let you down. Like I said, he said that nobody dies in this. Also, he said no one's allowed to die in this one, but he also said that everyone's protected by a shield. So I see no reason not to go balls to the wall. Mm. (laughs) Well, with this kind of contract on the line, I'm going to have to agree with that. Toothy grin. Uh, Yeah, face on the like nods and says, whatever gets me my my cut. Ah, that reminds me, I almost forgot. And he pulls out his pocket a green data card, which he uh, hands to um, Gary, and says, uh, Juniper wanted me to make sure that you had access to a vehicle since you had uh, unfortunately run afoul of the pirates. This should allow you to get into the garage of the Gaxleys. I will see to it that the security cameras are indisposed. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything in particular that you feel may be of use to you, feel free. And with that, he leaves, leaving the door open for you guys. Where? Well, yeah. Not only 
we get, you're getting paid a lot of money, but we get to steal a car as well. Best day at work ever. Best day at work ever. Munches a handful of pocket shrimp. Yeah, in fact, Gally reaches into a horse pocket and pulls out some shrimp as well. And Munch goes, wow, best day at work ever. Let's get to that garage. <laughs> Um, you guys, uh, are you guys making your way to the garage, or do you want to mill around a bit? You can see that the, um, the, the there seems to be like a small party, a small soiree going on. You can hear music down the hall and such. Um, again, like I mentioned, Gatsby is like trying to put out some stops on this to really impress people. But um, you also are aware that you are in a time crunch. You don't have your vehicle with you. You know that the other teams do, so it's up to you what you want to do. Oh, I reckon grab the car. Yeah. They've already robbed Sorry. all their food, so there's nothing worth getting in there. And it just seems to be full of bitchy kits anyway, so... Yeah, I do much better at a garage than a gala. So, Hull will just start walking in a direction, assuming he is going the right <laughs> way. Yeah, V just follows them, assuming they're going the right way. Uh, Gary, Gary is more than used to, to Hull's um, impeccable sense of direction, as uh, she lets Hull walk forward, every now and then steps in front and then steers them <laughs> to the left or the right, as she's looking for the signs to where the garage might be. She's got a, a local schematic on her sheet that's uh, allowing her to find it for you guys. And uh, find that you do. In fact, you come to a, uh, a door marked garage with a security guard, uh, sorry, two security guards, um, sitting and kind of like playing, uh, they look like they're playing some kind of like version of dominoes, uh, but the dominoes are hard like holograms. And they're just, they're just sitting there, just like kind of killing time. Uh, you see they are a pair of Kasatha. Uh, hey guys, is this the way to the garage? Yeah, this is, uh, this is, uh, this is the garage. Can we help you? Um, got a vehicle waiting inside for, uh... And they look down. Do we have a team name yet? With V on the team, we might have to have a team yeah. name. Oh, crap, I didn't think we have a team name. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, and Gary looks at you, V. Oh, shit, don't look at me, I'm crap with names. I named my first spaceship after the thing it was. Uh... Team looking around the garage, mighty. You're not so you're not in the you're not in the garage. You're at the so, doorway to the garage. Team with the two guys watching you go. Team mighty. Uh, uh, can I roll to just punch one of them? <laughs> um, I, I guess it's not necessary, but sure. Uh, dominoes. Yes, mighty dominoes. Team yes. mighty dominoes. Right. <laughs> So V V stumbles for a bit, suddenly re rears back their arm, <laughs> the guard flinches and Hull goes dominoes. <laughs> yeah, that Team Mighty yeah. Dominoes. That's us. Right, wow. Great, great, great. Um okay, um v v uh, <laughs> Archie, give me a give me a give me an intimidation check for like apparently making this guy flinch. <laughs> oh, I was gonna try and style it out to look like a stretch, but it's too late now. Oh yeah, you can you can do it. Don't you wanna do it if you want to style it uh, can, do it. can I aid on this? What for the stretch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, give me deception with advantage for the aid, I guess. Uh, so uh, perception. We gotta be limber for the game. So what was the role you wanted from me then? Deception. Oh, deception. Uh, line uh, what's deception in this? It's... Oh, um, God. Um, uh, bluff. bluff. Yes, that's bluff. Yes, sorry. Uh, so it's eight plus. Oh, what four? Yeah. Uh, You've got advantage from from Hull oh. giving you stretching lessons. Okay, fourteen. <laughs> okay, um, let's follow <laughs> this guy. Uh, yeah, he he looks at you, and goes, but you you look like you're going to punch me. I'm just stretching my arm, you know. No, no. See, uh, 
yeah, look, that's that's our team thing. And I'll reach over and give them a fist bump. Like, I'll pull my fist back and then fist bump yeah. them. And then oh. do the same to Gally. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, totally. She does, like, she does like a fist bump and then like an explosion hand gesture. See, you go, you go in. It's a it's a team. <laughs> it's, it's a team Mario Domino's spirit. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team Domino's. It's like we're about to knock each other mm, down, you yeah, know? definitely. Nodding furiously. Right, I'm going to roll for the... Wow, this guy's dumb. He goes, oh, oh, right. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> they look at each other and go, ah, oh, this, you know, this famous guy, so... Bit weird, yeah. No, yeah. Team, hey, all right. He goes to give you a fist bump, explosion style. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, um, sure. Please go on in and uh, whatever you, whatever you need, whatever you need. Thanks. Appreciate all the help, guys. I'm sure we'll see you around. Maybe we can get a game of dominoes in. <laughs> and they'll step through the door. Yeah, they, they, they nod one sweat, one nod. <laughs> as you guys open the door and you step through. This doesn't so much look like just a garage. This looks like. Gaxley's personal collection, or these parts of it. Some of these cars look swanky, but there's also um, a couple of like you know hot rods and type stuff. What are you guys looking for? This is your you're going to do of your roadster for this. Uh, for this, do adventure. you need to guess what V is looking for? I don't. Tell but me. I want to hear. It begins with V, ends in N, and there's an A in the middle. <laughs> v is looking for a van. <laughs> cool. Yes. Cool. Are there any vans that look like I could fit in it? God damn it, I can't believe I forgot about the fucking mm -hmm. vans. Um, sure, <laughs> let me... What, you, know, you guys roll, you roll perception to find a van. A van big enough for a 10 foot dragon man. It's, uh, I will forget it. This well. is what I needed, the 16. nat 20. Uh, I got 16 <laughs> plus 8, which is 18, 24. Okay, and a 22. 24. Um, and a 22, okay, yeah, you guys are looking around. There's a lot of, like, really nice, like, um, old... It looks like maybe it was some kind of, uh, some kind of fancy collection at one point. He's got a good few of them. They're a bit like those, um, those VW vans. Ah. Oh. Um, yes. Um, unfortunately, they are all um, medium humanoid size. No. Oh. What you do find, however, is something that looks like it was once a tank, <laughs> but it's been made as a kind of a, a camper... Um, vehicle. It's a recreational tank. <laughs> oh yeah, the, we used to have those in the war. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just hope that I'm not, because I'm about at head level for you. That is also a good point. <laughs> I think I think we're in agreement. We're taking this. A galley. Oh yeah. Galley. Check it out. Yeah, I am. I am also hard. What's galley. That? Camper tank! Camper He's tank! pointing to the tank. tank? Yeah, you guys are doing the uh, the meme point. Like, the open mouth meme 100%. point back at the tank. It is exactly that. Gary comes running over. She was checking something out. Uh -huh. Whoa! That's nice! Ah, let me just do some checks real quick. Um, okay, so, mechanically, what Gary's going to tell you is that this tank, uh, like many of the vehicles in here, will have three stats. Um, it's got speed, Hardiness and weaponry. Um, the tank obviously has a plus three to hardiness. Um, it's got a zero to sorry a minus one to speed, and it's got a plus one to weaponry. It looks like what you know the weaponry on the front has been decommissioned, so it can be kept as a garage like a vanity piece. <laughs> He's cracking their knuckles. All right, we'll get very recommissioning down there. There, there. I will say there are other vehicles around. Each one will have different stats, but you guys seem to be really down for the the van tank, the van, if you will. So. 
That's a uh, that's what we're dealing with here. Uh, okay, if you all take a cursory look around in case it's a bigger tank or maybe some other vehicles. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will tell you there, there is not a bigger <laughs> tank. There are other tanks seem the self the same type, um, varying colours. Which is probably a collection of them. But for the most part, look at these are mostly um, pretty standard things. There's something that looks a bit like a, a really big motorbike. Um, it's got four wheels in the front, two wheels on the back, hmm. um, and there's also cool. something that looks a bit looks quite sporty. That's a tough call. Mm. That uh, that bike looks that pretty bike nice. Bike does look sick, but but I'm still casting my vote for the bank. Can I sleep in mm. it? Yeah, exactly. You sleep on it, maybe. Yeah. Can I sleep in it while we're being bombarded? Yeah. That's a question. I mean, we could pull out the back couple of seats, and I guess you could like put your legs up. Sure. Alternatively, tank. They raise a good point, though. And they're just eyeing mm. the tank. I mean, what, what do you reckon the fastest vehicle we'd be up against is? So, you guys won't know. These vehicles in here are all, like, Gaxi's just general collection and, like, things that they've been working on and such. Um, you won't know, uh, currently, what um, Team Mistwalker or Arlen Volker are travelling in. Unless... What if we could work it uh, out? He's got their data pad out and they're looking for a stream, a previous stream from each of those teams to see what they're driving. Oh, hmm. Oh, you're smart like Galley. You do good technology stuff, don't oh, you? I love the internet. One day I'll find where the internet is. Yeah, sure. Roll me, roll me, uh, roll me computers or culture. Computers or culture, uh, it's fine. Uh, roll me computers because I have a plus... There's 33 total. 33? Yeah. Okay, for sure. At 33, um, who are you looking for? Arlen Volker or... Um, uh, probably one after the other. If they can find just like a stream for either of them, see what they're driving most recently. You know, yeah, with a, with, a 30, with a 33, I will say that, um, yeah, you've seen Arlen Volker. Arlen Volker has definitely been um, in a lot of different vehicles, but it seems like their most recent one is a kind of... It looks a bit like the most part you've seen, actually, but it's got two sidecars, as, as I was going the side of. Um, you also find out from, from this uh, video, the episode is called Alpha and Beta. It looks like he's riding around like maybe a mountain pass doing a doing a quick YouTube video saying like oh I'm gonna be I'm gonna be big, I've been working on this really hard for a while, uh, blah blah blah. He's got a real um, like plucky young guy kind of spirit going on there. <laughs> and then you also find um, Karina and the Mistwalkers. Now what you find is that the Mistwalkers are only formed recently. Uh, a lot of the time Karina has been a solo act. Um, she has been riding around on with a, a kind of a, a very sleek vehicle but they only joined as a team together recently so Karina was riding around on something that was more like a walker. Ah, very agile. Oh. It seems like it can convert from um, from a wheeled vehicle to a walker vehicle as well. Hmm. Right. well yeah, the important thing we learned here is that neither of these are passed on the projectile so I'm, go I'm still fighting for the tank. Yeah I think uh, looks over at the videos that you're playing. I think we can tank them. Mm -hmm. Fist bump. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, get, 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 get quietly face bombs, but says, I can probably do some work on this tank if there's anything we need. Yeah, I'll, I can put a finger to it as well. Great! Oh, it's great to have somebody to work with, fantastic. Tell you what, Hal, do you want to hang out while we, uh, while we put some work on this tank? Oh, I'll put my own touches. And they pull out the mm -hmm. two spray paint cans yes. that you've given them. <laughs> Custom. All right. Ooh. So, have you ever seen a racing tank? And believe it or not, that exists. What? <laughs> no. Is that that is a thing. I'll, not, but I'm I'll, go I'll find you. Uh, yeah, I gotta look up a racing tank. Have you ever seen Mad Max? 
Yeah, sure. Yes. The most recent one. Uh, Tom Harding? Yeah, Tom Harding. Uh, you know, yeah. the, the, the one of the bad guys in that had like a Dodge Challenger tank. Yeah. The oh. chassis from that is a real uh-huh. racing tank. So I like to imagine that by the <laughs> time so cool. by the time we're done, it's like that, but with a van body on it. <laughs> so it's been a good while. Um, the two security guards sitting outside are looking at each other. Uh, they hear like various like, drilling noises, crashing, banging, a lot of yelling, some very loud bipod. And finally, Gally uh, steps back, wipes her brow with a, an oily rag. He goes, all right, I think we're done. This is incredible. Uh, he's just going to put down the welding torch, flip up the visor and be like... We've built a thing of true beauty here. Guys, why don't you go ahead and uh, and describe for me what this this vank, which we can name, mm-hmm. looks like. Uh, okay, so to start with, it looks like, if you imagine the 1970s era, sort of like hippie buses, that sort of deal. But someone's just taken it, chopped the bottom off, and attached it gently onto a tank treads. So Lovingly down. On the, t- on the top, it's all peaceful and happy. Oh, except for the turret that we also mounted to the roof. <laughs> but then a big fuck-off turret on top. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically a danger sandwich with a huge turret on top, uh, and effectively a space VW, like, hippie style in the middle, and then tank treads on the bottom. Yeah. But these aren't any normal tank treads, as, uh, as to my chagrin we have learned. These are speed tank treads. <laughs> we have converted these to high-speed treads. Go look it up online. It's incredible. Mm. RJ showed us. Yeah. It was like, how is this tank flying across this area? Like, what? I will I will happily say that I was fully ready to be like, no, guys, this is going to be a slow vehicle. Mm. But then RJ showed us racing tanks, which were a real thing, and I had to eat my words. We are going to get speeding tickets in this van. And they will be coming <laughs> after us because of the flames that I've painted on the side. And at mm-hmm. the very front, where the, right where the bumper is, there's just these teeth coming out like it's a face. And the front headlights have like these really angry eyebrows that are like windshield wipers. So they're just like bouncing around. Yeah, at some point, uh, Hull had wandered off, like yanked the windshield wipers off some other car. These like really big industrial ones and stuck them on. So it's got angry eyes. Yeah. Um, Gally took a moment to rig them up so that they can be controlled. Uh, so you can have a, a winking... Speed death tank, uh, if you really want. And on top of that, Gally's put lighting on it as well. Oh yeah. Yes, Gally has uh, insisted mm-hmm. on. Um, now, if you if you at home have ever seen a um, a Decatur truck, a Japanese truck, that is really really over over designed um, LED ridden trucks that Japanese truckers drive around for shits and giggles, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are they are super garish and super cool. He thinks of them as digital war paint for our van, so they're fully on board with them. Yes. And we've got the lights that shoot down under the treads and like lights those up like you see on tricked out vehicles. And we got oh, a yeah. spoiler, right? <laughs> we have to have one of those to go faster. Uh, <laughs> v-, v just sprints off and then come back five minutes later and you just hear like <laughs> someone like tech screwing something into the bodywork. It's like spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> nice. So as the three of you stand back and admiring your handiwork, I'm Gally turns to you guys and goes, so uh, what are we calling this thing now that we're Team Mighty Dominoes? Hmm. Despite the fact that we only chose the Mighty Dominoes a few minutes ago, I'm trying to think of a pun that relates to them just for this being. Yeah, let's see. It's, it's like a, a van tank. Um, yeah. I wish I knew how to play dominoes now. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of with like Van in the middle of it. I used to watch these um these ancient video archives 
and uh, there was a it was a really awesome action hero, and I can only think that this could be called Jean Claude Van Tank. Oh my god! Uh-huh. Uh. Jean Claude Van Tank. Jean Claude Van Tank. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to get to that one. That's that's good. Gally hands you Gally hands you um a a can of spray paint. Says, hey, I'll do the honor there. Yes. Paul will go over and just with a will put across the giant side of it, trying not to hit any of the neon lights. John Claude Van Tank. V salutes. God bless here and all who's sailing here. A tear comes to Hall's eye. <laughs> you guys have your your vehicle. Um, thankfully, Face Dancer made it clear that anything you built would be registered to you via the green card he'd given you. So um, you are you are ready for the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who's going to drive? Mm-hmm. I'll drive. Um, it's probably mm-hmm. easier if you guys are handling um, offensive and defensive stuff. But we can switch if we need to. That's fair. Oh, yeah. I am incredibly good at piloting, but I think I will allow to other people. I will allow other people to do it for now. <laughs> Gary gets a, a thousand yards there. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you guys have have got the run of the place for a while. Um, you know the race isn't actually until tomorrow, so we can jump shot to tomorrow unless you guys want to do anything beforehand. Do you reckon the vent can do donuts? There is only one way to find out. I mean, it's right here, and we've got this massive hangar right here. We've got all this free time right now. I think that in order to have a vehicle that is ready for this combat, it needs to be properly tested. I, I can care. <laughs> they both look to Gally. <laughs> All immediately jumps up on top of the bank. Oh uh, yeah, Gally hops in. Uh, she slides into the driver's seat, which is bathed in neon uh, from all these lights. Um, there is a hatch at the turret, um, easily big enough for Hal, or big enough for V if they want to. Mm-hmm. And there's um, there's various. They, they, you guys are stripped out the back. There's no seating really in the back. This thing is built for quote unquote speed, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, absolutely can do can can pull some donuts. Um, the two guards outside, look again, looking at each other. Go, it's it's not worth it, man. <laughs> yeah, just it's on the crazy. other side of the door, they hear the worst grinding sound they've <laughs> ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that can't be the worst thing that both people do in the Reason speaking to themselves, badly. It definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> New record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have been allowed into into Gaxi's private collection and are pulling off donuts in a Frankenstein van tank speedmobile. I don't think anyone else has been doing that anytime soon. Ah, uh, more cool then. <laughs> um, okay, well let's you know what um, let's do a, let's do a quick roll and see. So what we're going to do here is you get um, you've got speed rolls and stunt rolls. Um, so you can choose to either go fast, you can choose to go cool uh, on any turn. So for now, you guys are just doing some cool stuff, right? Yeah. Gary's gonna hop out. She's gonna be taking. She's gonna be taking readings. Make sure everything's working out. So the two of you are in the uh, John Clopin tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's <laughs> who's driving and who's on the turret? I'm sorry, it's so dumb. I love it. If he's gonna take a turn at driving. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, then Hull will help by like leaning left and right mm-hmm. to help make turns. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Hull is critical to the aerodynamics of the vehicle right now. That's right. Oh, we'll get their wings ready so they can like flap them out. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, you, as you guys are like, like getting up speed, going circles, I'm gonna say that I'm doing a 
doing donuts is probably a stunt. Somebody give me a somebody give me a, a stunt roll. Just one fact. Can I assist on this? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're you're like leaning out. You're like opening your wings to get better drag. Uh, I'll go for that. Nice. nice. So thirteen on the dice for V. Okay. And I rolled sixteen. Okay, yeah, so this thing is just this, uh, this you're kicking up so much smoke. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Sparks are just flying everywhere. Yeah, it's not quite designed for donuts, so it's just kind of like scraping up the, the ground of the uh, of the hangar as it's going around, but it's, it's doing it, you guys are making it. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, the air itself is holding up the heat Uh Yeah, Gally, Gally yells out, he goes, yeah, readings look good, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, this should be... This is surprisingly well built, but you're really, you're really an engineer. It's just the thumbs held out the window. <laughs> yeah, you guys speed by with a thumb out. <laughs> Hold with his wing out and do the thumb out. But you guys have, uh, yeah, you have successfully uh, built your your, your vehicle. Um, yes. Yeah. The V's just going to gently slide it to stop in a parking space between some other cars. <laughs> Are you now? Oh, yeah. going to gently slide it. <laughs> do we have to roll for that? No, but I'm, I find I find the image of gently sliding a huge van tank really interesting. So it's like uh, if you guys have ever watched Ace Ventura, the first one. Oh my god, I was like, literally about to say that. Swings his car around mm. and like slams it into mm. a parking spot. That's exactly what I imagine here. I'm gonna hang on. Oh no, you've doomed us all. No, 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 you guys make it. You slam, you slam into this parking spot real nice. Unfortunately. This box was not designed for a tank, this uh, a vehicle this big. And you just crush two cars on the other side. Like you're in smooth, you're in tight, but those cars are destroyed on each side of you. Paul well, looks over and down through the window. Nailed it. <laughs> he just looks out the window, just like tugs at their cars, like I'm gonna pretend I didn't see it. <laughs> Paul's gonna jump out. I'm sure this will be fine. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it, guys. And she hops up on the um, on the turret to check it out. Um, she puts some paces, aiming at various things in the place, shows how like how to how to aim and such. But also, she's going to hit the switch, and the turrets fold over and become a sort of a gangplank. Hmm. Um, and she'll turn to Hal and say, "If it comes down to it, and you need to get out in a hurry, you can use this to kind of launch yourself off." Gally, I don't know how you think of this kind of stuff, but this is incredible. Uh, I think of the most cool thing, and then I. Think about you doing it, and uh, it's pretty easy after that. Paul goes in for a predator handshake. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't go for a whole oh. forearm, but she goes in with a predator handshake. <laughs> I think this thing is just about ready, but mm -hmm. I need I need one more thing from you, Gally. I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to make a couple more spray cans for me. Can you do it? She's just gonna make you like a bunch. She can make you a bunch. You perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise me with this. Because okay, no problem. Ah, uh, one sec, one sec. She um produces her, her cat's cradle magic again, and she just starts like popping out spray cans um, of a variety of colors. After, after a bit, she's made too many, actually. She's kind of like, whew, okay, that's, uh, wow, that's a lot of spray cans. We'll do. Um, yeah. We'll use these right before the race. And he's gonna throw them in his backpack. Yeah. Okay, so we'll have you guys, um, actually, you know, actually, let's, let's, let's do with these security guards first. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, these security guards have gone back playing dominoes. They're kind of like every now and then leaning over to hear these screeching noises and crashing noises. Uh, the doors open and the three of you walk out, uh, just coated in oil and, and motor oil and stuff like that. Boys. Uh, and 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> give, him a, give him a little salute. Yep. Let's see if that one that you tried uh, to punch is just still scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he flinches at the salute. The other one, Sunny Span goes, everything uh, okay in there, boss? Absolutely. We're just put the finishing touches on our vehicle and uh, we'll be back for it later. Yeah, no problem. No problem. You're, uh, you're a guest. We'll leave it there. No problems. And as Hull, Galley, and V say their goodbyes and goodnights and make their way to bed for the evening, the camera pans to the garage where Jean-Claude Van Tank sits ready, waiting, and prepped to traverse the Iron Circus. Coming to you live in an exhilarating pay-per-view, live hollow event, Fleabird Gatley's Race to the Core! Gatley's brothers are not responsible for any damage, injury, death, mind wipes, or dimensional shifting before during or after the show. Sponsored by Fardaxian Energy Supplements. Chug the Drift. Hey there, and thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. If you want more, then you're in luck, because we're back on Patreon, baby. We're starting up the Drift Sessions again, where we do retrospectives on past shows as well as blooper reels and banter breaks, where we talk about what we get up to outside of the show. We couldn't do this without your support, so big thanks to Alice, Donald, Grumpus, Janice, Rose Lissette, and Vin Cross. We're also on Discord and all of the social medias. Links to everything are in the description below. Once again, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show, and we'll see you all in two weeks' time. Till then, shoot straight and roll high. Auf Wiedersehen.